and welcome to another episode of the Being a Fan of Disney podcast. I'm your host, Cody Haver. In this episode, we talk to Victor Naraki, who's a realtor who specializes in selling homes and showing homes in the Walt Disney area. He talks to us about his fandom, his coordination of dressing Disney in the parks, and how his use of dressing Disney and social media and his fandom impact his business and how his business impacts his fandom um, as a result. It was a very interesting and fun conversation. I hope you enjoy it and please come along with us on our adventure. Welcome class. Um, we're here with another guest, um, Victor Naraki, and he has a very interesting story coming from uh, with his fandom and then also his business as a real estate agent um, and kind of how he combines those two aspects of his life, his, his fandom of Disney and his business, um, how they combine and, and some of the, the interactions he's had. Um, and so without me talking too much more, um, I want to introduce Victor. And Victor, if you could um, tell us how you got into Disney, so kind of where your fandom comes from, how you became a fan, um, and then leading up to how you are, what you're doing today with sure. your business. Um, and welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let's see. I first visited Disney World um, in 72. And I wish I had been an, uh, a, a new infant, but <laughs> I was 12. <laughs> and I vividly remember everything about that trip. My sister always jokes like, how do you remember these things? But I remember every ride we went on. Um, I, you know, I remember, um, I, I rem we, we, and we actually, surprisingly, my shows what a good dad my father was because we really did hit a lot for uh, one day. It was crazy. And um, I remember vividly coming in on the monorail and seeing the hotel and the contemporary and saying to my father as we were standing there, you know, <laughs> and going and saying, what's that? <laughs> and he goes, oh, that's their hotel. And I went, oh, why didn't we stay there? <laughs> and he said, and see, he goes, uh, well, it's booked up for two years. So um, at that point, because that was the only hotel back then. Um, in fact, we had to stay in, I think, Cocoa Beach that, and then drive first thing in the morning over, did the parks and then, and then drove to like Sarasota. We couldn't even find a place in Orlando to stay. So I was really, I loved it then. I remembered all the rides. I remember where I was sitting. Um, I remember that my sister and my mother didn't get on the teacup ride. I went on the teacup ride with my father. You know, so I, and for me now, sometimes it does get like, oh gosh, I gotta take the monorail to the park. I gotta go and get on the monorail. But then you get on the monorail and then there's a little kid and they see the castle for the first time. And it's like, you know, that is really touching because you know, they're gonna remember it the way I remember it. So I like to keep my freaking mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just, just sit there and enjoy it. But, um, you know, so, so then I went, then I had moved out to Los Angeles and went to uh, the second, my second visit would be when I started going to Disneyland. Then I moved back to the East Coast, lost my job up North 10 years ago, thankfully, because it was killing me. And uh came down here and you know um bought a house at a third of the price it is now um started making money some real estate and started saying well what the hell i should be doing this I, my agents have been really terrible 
So I, and that's what got me into it. And then I started getting more into addressing specifically Disney fans. Because I realized a lot of people were like me and wanted to live right near Disney. And um, that just completely 180 degrees turn on my business. 180 degrees. I don't know if I would still be right now if there wasn't social media and if I wasn't near Disney. Because um, I just can't get any enthusiasm for selling in New Jersey, you know? So what, it's a big house and it's 50 years old, you know? I'm selling new construction, brand new houses. You treat it right, it'll treat you right, you know? So, and that's, that's basically what I got into, what got me to focus on Disney is, Disney fans is that um, they have a great attitude and they, they want what I want. They want to be able to go to the park once a week, twice a week. I have customers that are there every day. I don't know how they do it. Now with the pandemic, you have to pre-book, but they still get in there a lot of times. I only get in there like once every two weeks, but I don't spend a lot of time there. I don't spend the whole day there. I spend a couple hours and I go. You know, so it's really, but it's been addressing specifically a specific niche market is key to any real estate business. When you try to learn everything that's around you, it's like trying to learn golf and boating and, and all these other specific markets. Well, nobody can do all that. So if you find something you really love, and you incorporate it into your business, well, then it becomes something that, that um, find the fun and snap the jobs again. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I always bring it back to Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's a very good place to, to bring it back to, you know, Mary Poppins was, is known as kind of the, the, one of the happiest times at the studio when they were making that movie. Uh, yeah. So, and so you, you said something in there, you said two things in there. Mm -hmm. um, one, when you said about, you get on the monorail and you see a kid and you see them see Cinderella's castle for the first time. Um, and how magical that is. Um, and then also a little bit later, you said, um, there's just a difference with fans of Disney, that the, it, it's more positive, um, what be it. What do you think, how are those two related? Okay, um, fans like of the, Disney and- Fans of Disney and like the, the the memories that people have, like their, their first oh, visits. Yeah. I mean, you, you remember your first visit. I remember my first visit. Like, how do you think that all plays into this? Well, I think that, you know, I say it in, in one of my, in my ads. Um, do you ever, do you ever feel like you don't want to leave Disney world? And I actually have a picture of one of my customers holding on to the, 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 the um, fencing around the flag at in in on the Main Street Park, mm -hmm. which I always forget the names of everything, but um, town town center mm -hmm. thing, and she's holding on to the fence, and her husband's pulling her leg and going, "Come on, we have to go," <laughs> you know. And a lot of people have taken that picture, yeah. and I, you know, so I and I always go like, what I say is. Do you ever feel like you don't want to leave Disney World, like you want to live at Disney World? And I think there's a great deal of people who, you know, if they had the opportunity, do want to live near Disney World. Mm -hmm. And I mean, they even have 270 houses within mm -hmm. Disney World Park, which is Golden Oak, um, that uh, were built recently. I mean, they're estate homes at two million dollars but please send me a customer um but there's and i think that their attitude 
when they, in any niche market, they feel like it's, it's someone who they can relate to. And uh, that, that has really helped me a lot because, and I, I didn't really think about it at first. I just said, gee, a lot of people want to live near Disney World. I should start advertising towards them. And, um, you know, so I do that. I, that's what I focus on. That's what yeah. I focus on. I mean, all my marketing is, my, my website is disneyatyourdoorstep.com. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, and there's a couple, I'm not the only agent that does it. I'm the only agent that does it right. <laughs> but there's a lot, there's other agents out there and yeah. there's a lot of competition in this marketplace. Um, and a lot of them do focus on, you know, people, but I think they also do other things too. And they do the golf and they do, and they do the, and I'm like, you know, you can't be a fan of all those things. You have to be a true fan to be able to sell the true fans. You know, and and if you're not a true fan, you're like going, because, you know, it's like, it doesn't, in real estate, it matters. In other business, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're, like, for example, my electrician, if he's, he doesn't even know what Disney is. He's never, Mm -hmm. he said, what, I have a monorail that runs in, in, when you enter my house, there's a monorail in this little gallery area that I have suspended that runs around. It's a double track monorail. It cost me $300 to do that. And, um, and um, you know, he's like, oh, what's that? Yeah. And I'm like, that, no, 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 that's the monorail. <laughs> what are you crazy? You don't know what the monorail is? Anyway, but it wouldn't matter to an electrician, but to real estate, knowing your market is incredibly important. Yeah. And, um, you know, when people say, you know, and, and when people come here, they stay in Kissimmee, nothing negative towards Kissimmee, but the areas that there are hotels in, I would not want to live in. So their image is not as the high quality as I live one mile from Disney World. It's directly that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't even know this community is here. Yeah. They have no idea that when you go north or you go west, you hit an incredible area mm-hmm. that um, has really been untouched for till like five years ago. Yeah. So people don't know the areas. They don't know. Uh, they have. So when they, unfortunately, when they see. Um, what they see normally where they may have a vacation rental. Um, those areas aren't places that you'd want to spend your retirement years in, you mm-hmm. know. On the other hand, we've got an over 55 community that you could you could literally walk to Disney World. Yeah. And if they're if there was a sidewalk to Disney World, <laughs> they specifically don't put sidewalks in. Um, but you could actually walk there. It's so close. It's yeah. like two miles, and you're and you're at the and you're you're seeing the entrance. Okay. So, yeah. you know, and that's that's coming new. new. So there's all this new development here because this is one of the hottest areas in the country. Yeah. Yeah, and it is, and and you're you're absolutely right with having that connection with people and being able to to speak to someone um about what they enjoy and them being able to see that you enjoy it as well Um, well, and and what type of bond that creates exactly so when i'm talking to them half the time we're talking about real estate half the time we're talking about what they what their favorite ride is at disney Mm -hmm. world um you know, and, you know, so I'm, and I'm, I'd be in the car with them when we're just talking about all we talk about is Disney World, you know, you know, and I, and then I sort of say like, well, you know, you know, if you, I, I go over this a lot with them, I say, how often do you think you're going to go to Disney World? Mm-hmm. How long do you think you're going to stay there? Are you going to go for the whole day? Well, if you're going for the whole day, you can live in Leesburg. 
which is an hour and a half drive. But if you're going, if you want to go and just have a meal there, or you know, just do do a you know a therapeutic walk around the world, mm-hmm. you know, world showcase. Well, then you can live. You know, uh, y- you should live closer if yeah. if it's within your budget. But you know, so I mean, I had I had ones customers where we time how long it takes to get to Disney World, and then I'll say like, well, your favorite restaurant that you go to where you are now. How long is the drive is it to that? Yeah. And they'll say, well, it's about 20 minutes. Okay, well, now you're 12 minutes. Yeah. So you're going to be able to drive in, park, get out of your car, take a, not, not a short walk usually, but a walk into the park, check in and, you know, and go and have a quick service meal or a scheduled yeah. meal. So you know, it's a, it, it is, it's a discussion on that level of how often, but for me and most locals, we like to go for just two hours, two and a yeah. half hours, maybe come at some, a lot of people like to come after work. Some will do it on their way home. Um, Magic Kingdom is a little difficult to just drop in because yeah. you have to wait for the monorail and then take the monorail in the monorail is, is you'd think it was fast but it takes another you know so i i do want to start using uber <laughs> just, drop me drop, off at the park okay drop you off yeah pretty pretty close to the front gate or as close well, as I, li- I live like i would say seven minutes from grand floridian okay okay so but but it is maybe half a mile that way <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and it's like god if i could just cross that creek i'd have yeah. what a life i would have <laughs> the uh if they if they had the the airport they originally had or the the short takeoff and landing airport when they opened the parks that you know that was the that was the thing is people could land and be five minutes or three minutes from from the front of or front gate. I, I think I kind of I don't know. I have to figure out where that airport is on the on the map. I wonder if it's closer to my house or closer to um because it's still there apparently. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's used. If you if you pull up on Google Maps, it's um it, it I forget what they use it for now. They they use it for kind of other storage and everything now. Okay, uh, but yeah, you you definitely can see that um you know there used to be a landing strip there or wow there still is a landing strip um but so what do you think the how do memories that people have of the parks or have of um their love of disney how does that influence one them wanting to move to the area Hmm. and two Finding someone and working with someone like yourself who is a Disney fan like they are. Yeah. Well, I think it's the same in real estate as it would be, you know, when you have a real estate agent and you find out that they, you know, they live in an apartment and they've never bought a house before. And they don't even live in the same area. So no offense to those people. Of course, we all have to start our businesses somewhere. But when I first got here, I knew a lot about uh, vacation rental properties. So that's what I was, you know, selling because they were at extremely low prices back then. Um, so it it's a camaraderie of you knowing what they know and liking what they like and you've already achieved the goal that they have so you know so they're saying well i want to retire here or something and i and you know i've always wanted to live here yeah me too yeah so you know i mean i don't think i ever i I don't think it, it came into play like i bought my first house down here 12 years ago when I was working another job and uh, and the first agent that took me out, 
um, was so miserably horrible um, by not having listened to anything that I asked her for. You know, I asked her for a two-story with a nice view um, foreclosure because mm -hmm. I wanted a good deal. But I, I didn't really know enough about buying real estate. And I guess the internet wasn't, wasn't as powerful as it is now. Um, but she took me to one story, no view, new construction. And then we went to another house and I said, well, this is exactly what I want. This is beautiful. Um, can I rent it short term? And she goes, oh, no, you can't. And I went, okay, but that's what we discussed. She goes, I said, because I want to use it when I come to town. She goes, well, then you stay in a hotel. <laughs> and I'm like, so I was not going to buy. And then I got a real estate agent that was sort of in the middle. She was pretty good. Uh, but, you know, both of them weren't listening to anything that I said. And I said, you know, when, so when I lost my job, I said, you know what? I'm going to go down, go down and, and live near Disney World. Mm -hmm. So I was probably the only person in the world who lost their job and bought a new house. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, and so then I came down here and then it was just really weird incidents that, that two people that I knew were telling me, you got to get into real estate. You really got to get into real estate. And I'm like, oh, God, no, I didn't want to do that. I, because of the experiences I had with these terrible agents. And then I started to think, well, they could do such a terrible job. I could do a great job. And then I started and, you know, and, it, and the first four or five years were very, very tough because I wasn't, I, I didn't have a commonality with these people. Mm -hmm. Now I do. Um, my customers, when they call, I talk to them about Disney, what their favorite ride is, what their favorite park is, where they're going to, oh, oh, so have you seen uh, World Drive? Have you seen Buena Vista Drive? Okay, well, that you could live right at the end of Buena Vista Drive, or I could bring you to Western Way. Have you ever been out there the Coronado Springs? Okay, if you go west of Coronado Springs, three miles, I can buy you, I can get you a house there. Yeah. And they go, really? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, because they're building out there now. Five, 10 years ago, it was a, it was empty space. Yeah. It was like pastures. Um, and uh, so when they, you, you could talk to them about things that they can relate to, you know, like I said, have you ever gone behind the castle? Oh yeah, we saw the working area, but we didn't seem very welcome there. And I go, yeah, then now there's a new entrance right there that could bring you out to some terrific townhomes yeah. that I could sell you at 300. And they're like, sold. Yeah. Because, you know, because you got it, you, it's like in real estate, you have to know your niche. Yeah. You have to. And I think too many people want to be multiple niched. Mm -hmm. So they don't really know what they're selling. I'm very, I, I'm actually surprised now with the pandemic that I'm still selling. Um, and for me, when real estate is being sold, that means people are hopeful. Yeah. Nobody buys a new house when they're scared about the future. Mm -hmm. So, um, and we've been selling here that the, the new construction builders can't keep up. Yeah. They, yeah, they I mean, absolutely I, cannot keep up. I, I know a metric of, of, of health is kind of economic health is building. And uh, when, when people and corporations are building and they're, they're building new homes and everything, that, that's, that's always a good thing. So, and Disney's um, building like crazy. Disney's yeah. building, you know, so they know this is, we're going to get through this. Um, and they're doing what they can to keep the hope alive. Unfortunately, they're had to let people go, which is yeah. tragic. Um, but they didn't let everybody go. Yeah, which is worse. And uh, you know, I know I I know of a lot of people that have lost. I actually know a couple of my friends have lost their jobs, but they're they've got other avenues that they can go to. But yeah. they won't be at Disney. Yeah. Well, and and hopefully, as soon as it's safe. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll start to 
people can start to go back and people can oh. yeah start to be hired and um because it is well my favorite thing is the street fair yeah. at hollywood studios i mean people laugh at me when i say that hollywood studios is my favorite park i just absolutely adore it um i went to the first time 20 how old is my niece? 26. So it was 25 years ago was the first time I went there. It was before they built the Tower of Terror. Um, and, um, you know, and, you know, and 20 years later, my niece ended up working there and getting yeah. into the management program. And that allowed her to get a terrific job now. Um, so it's just funny. It's like it, Disney can be really part of your your whole life yeah. and still, you know, I mean, when I think that, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I can hop on rides that, that I used to have to wait two, three years to go to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, sometimes it's like, it's like, I, you know, like I say, we, you know, seeing it through other people's eyes, because sometimes you're like going, oh God, this is like going to the grocery store. You know, there's nothing, you know, I've been here a million times, but you always find that thing that makes you, you just, you know, enjoy it for that day. Yeah. You know, um, I'll tell you that once I started dressing a little better at the parks, I started, um, you know, because I, I, I cannot imagine people taking all these pictures and they're wearing clothes that they're not going to go, oh, wasn't that nice outfit that I wore? You're going to be like going, oh my God, why did I wear that crappy t-shirt? <laughs> you know, but I go to the parks and the first time I did it was this started like five years ago, I went to Dick Van Dyke's birthday okay. in Disneyland and we had they had a big event and stuff like that and i dressed up as bert from uh, mary poppins i have the whole i have the whole two bert suits <laughs> and so then one day i said oh, let me wear it to the parks because it was like dapper day or something like that and the attention i got was insane it was like oh my it was like it, it was it really was, it was like I was carrying a bunch of balloons and handing them out. Yeah. Um, the people were like so enthusiastic and I'm like, oh, this is fun. I'm just talking to all these people and they're in, they're in the process of one of the happiest times in their lives yep. and you're talking to them and they're coming up to you rather than you talk, coming up to them because yep. I don't like to come up to other people and go, hi, I like your outfit. You know, but they're coming up to you and saying, you know, wonderful things like, oh, where'd you get that? And everything like that. And, and I said, wow, this is really nice. And then, um, so then I went out and I got um, the Burt pattern on a shirt. Um, and I, you know, and that cost me too much money, the first one. And I wore that to the parks and people were still like, oh my God. I can't believe this outfit. This is great. I mean, people taking pictures with me. Mm -hmm. The first time I went, I went to um, Hollywood Studios and the Streetmosphere, and I was wearing what I thought was just an average shirt. I mean, it wasn't anything special. It was. It had all. It had a print of all the treats, the pretzels and the premium bars. Mm -hmm. I think it had a turkey leg on there. <laughs> and I so saw I'm, I'm wearing the shirt. And there was one of the character actors there, the streetmosphere. Everybody's taking pictures of me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think her name is Betty Shambles, the character's name. She goes, she goes to her supervisor, calls her supervisor over and she goes, you see that guy? <laughs> Get him out of here because he's taking attention away from me. And it was so cute. Oh my God, it was so cute. So <laughs> I, I am addicted now to dressing a little bit better you know just having something that calls attention it, it's it's part of my thrill of being at the park and a lot of people do this i mean there's a there's a whole dapper day thing yep. um i have some friends that that she she you know makes these elaborate dresses 
and it's just the same thing. You just you're walking there and you make you make it a little bit more special for for other people. Yeah. Funny story. I have a jacket with this fabric on it. And actually I have to it's a disease. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I have a jacket with that fabric on it. And I was on the monorail one day and went to the parks and and it was just hysterical because my handyman sends me a text message and goes, were you at the parks just earlier today? And I'm like, yeah, I was, why? He goes, well, I sat down at dinner with some friends of mine at Epcot and they said they saw this crazy guy wearing this great suit <laughs> and they showed me a picture of you. <laughs> and he's like, I know that guy. And then another time someone took a picture on one of the fan sites posted that they loved how when people dress up at the parks and another person said, posted, yeah, I saw that guy last week. This was what he was wearing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's, it's, un, it's unbelievable to me. You know, it, it really just, just all I do is just find a nice fabric, have someone sew a shirt for me, or sometimes I get them on Etsy. And, um, you know, and I have these, I have my interchangeable hat, which is, this is my creation. <laughs> where I bought the hat. I, I actually, these are the hats that they wear in, you know, Main Street where yeah. guys wear special straw hats. Dapper, Dapper Dan's wear yep. these hats. The same brand. Because I said, give me your hat. I want to see who makes it. <laughs> and then what I do is I, I, it's crazy. But then I put another ribbon on it. And I got a totally different hat. Oh, yeah. So I love doing that. The first day I wore the orange bird shirt to the parks, I heard someone running behind me. And I'm like, cause you don't, if there's someone running in Disney world, there's something wrong. You know, you don't run at Disney yeah. world. So I turn around the guy's running and I'm like, oh my God, what's he running from? And he's like, <laughs> he comes up to me and he goes, wait, where'd you get that shirt? <laughs> I was like, oh, it was so funny. And I really, I, I honestly do think that I, because I never used to see orange birds on men's shirts before, but it started like right, like a, about a year later after I started wearing the orange bird on my shirt, and uh, now that now it seems, you know, Etsy has some, um, you know, but I found the fabric from someone who makes it for women's skirts. And I said, could you just give me a couple of yards of that fabric? And then she started selling the fabric, yeah. you know, by itself, which was, you know, she had never done before. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, it's that, it's that idea of somebody seeing someone dress the way that they either would like to dress or think hey it would be fun to dress that way um and then it kind of you know it, it kind of human nature we see someone else doing something it makes us more comfortable doing that well right? and also so, what happened was they start they stopped allowing people to wear costumes to yeah. the park yeah. Now, when they stopped doing that, that gave a lot of attention to dressing up at the park. Yeah. And people were like, oh, I can't dress up at the park. Oh, no. I'll, get, I'll show them. <laughs> <laughs> well, and so. <laughs> and then they start. So they went from costumes to maybe more cosplay yeah. type, um, you know, and now they say now they're saying, yeah, you can. Yeah. wear costumes to the park. I think it's a bad idea to wear costume to wear full costumes to the park um, because they think you work there. And you know, and, and when I wore my full costume to Disneyland, it wasn't Dapper Day. A lot of people thought I worked there. Yeah. And 
I was like, no, I don't work here, but I think the bathroom's that way. <laughs> they're like, when I was going no, to ask you, why are you dressed you, like that? <laughs> I was going to ask if you've ever been, uh, if you if you had ever thought somebody worked, if anyone ever thought you worked at the parks. Um, if you oh, at least once a visit. For, yeah. And when uh, I wear the when I wear the um this type of hat, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. People think I work there, and and it's it's and but that even starts a conversation too. Yep. Yeah. Because like you know I I I'll say, you know I don't work here, but thank you. It's so certainly better than people thinking I work at Dollar Tree. <laughs> you know, I mean I don't want people to think sorry to anybody who works at Dollar Tree, but you don't have to get dressed up to work there. But um, so, yeah, it's it's funny because I have people thinking that I work there and I don't realize when they're asking me something. You know, and then they'll, they'll, they'll look and I go, no, I, I don't work. Here. They, they start looking for your name tag, huh? I'm like, oh, you know, I don't work. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I love to get a name tag. <laughs> <laughs> if so. And I, I get I guess we should take a step back and just briefly explain um if you if you ever see victor on social media um oh yeah become a fan ev please every time every time i have seen him on social media he is completely coordinated in the parks he is someone who definitely does um as you said draw the attention welcome the attention um the, the that bow tie was amazing. I I, I glanced down and saw it. Uh, <laughs> but the I, know, I love it. So when you when you're dressed like that in the parks, yeah. Um, how how do you think that does that impact your 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 business prospects as mm -hmm. well? And do you dress how do you do you wear Disney um, clothing when you're showing houses? I do now. Okay. I do now. After the pen with the pandemic, I started. When I first started getting into dressing up at the parks, um, which was really two three years ago, when I really started to coordinate a bunch of different things, um, I posted online, and I do this quite frequently where I'll say I'm where I've got I'm choosing between this coordinated outfit and this coordinated outfit which one do you think I should wear today because I've already made my decision <laughs> <laughs> and I posted it online and a real estate friend of mine who works in um, Long Island said Victor you have to stop this your customers are watching your page they're going to think you became completely unhinged. Well, that the response that he got from my fans was shut him down so much that he unfriended me. Because <laughs> he was getting so he was getting yeah. hate mail. And I'm like going, because, and they were supporting what I was thinking that it's not such a bad idea to show my customers how much I love Disney. Mm -hmm. And then when the pandemic happened, I mean, I, I do dress casually when I go to see properties and stuff. I don't, I don't, um, you know, I, I, cause you know, it's, it's, you never know where you're gonna have to walk, you yeah. know. Yeah. You don't know if you're going to, you know, I'm always in sandals. Um, I'm selling a lifestyle. I'm not, I'm not selling a business. I'm selling a lifestyle. Yeah. So, you know, so I come up and, you know, our first, when I walk in, if I'm wearing my, you know, Andy's room shirt, by the way, this is decorated, not because I really like it this way, but it's part of my, when I do my live streams and yeah. talk about real estate, I want to have something that makes them think, oh, wow, this guy loves Disney. So, you know, that's what it, it just, I'll come up to them and I'm wearing, um, you know, a shirt. And if I'm, it's a new construction, the sales managers know me and they go, oh, Victor, I haven't seen that shirt before, you know? And I'm like, yeah, I love it, but let's get down to business, you know? 
Um, I do think sometimes that it does make people think that I'm too much fun and I'm not serious, but I weigh that against me being able to, you know, to, to relate to what their needs are. Yeah. So the relating to, to what their needs are and the professionalism comes in my talk. Yeah. Um, you know, where I start saying, you know, you, this is how, you know, you're, you're not, this is not the way you buy a house. This is the way you buy a house. You know, I, sometimes I tell people, go, did you, did you learn how to buy a house watching I Love Lucy? You know, um, it's not the way you do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, and, um, you know, but, so I do think, I, I, I do think it helps my business to, to, be a, a Disney fan. I don't like to think I'm a fanatic. I mean, I really don't think I am. I mean, you know, um, because I see with the fanatics <laughs> and I go, whoa, glad you're loving it, but I can't do it that much. <laughs> but anyway, I hope that ans that roundabout thing answers your question. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, thank you for that. The, I think the, um, another thing that, that we had talked about, um, before we started recording is because you 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 are so coordinated when you're on social media mm -hmm. um and and how your fandom influences your business and, and business influences your fandom um do you know how many shirts or combinations combinations with the shirt and the hat um that you have at your disposal well, my mother's not going to watch this, so I don't want her. And so, so I wouldn't upset her that I've spent so much money. But I have about 80 shirts. Okay. And once I, I counted them one day and I said, I said, this is, this is too much <laughs> because this is enough to go to the parks, you know, like, you know, basically. And I, and I hate to say it, I have six more coming. <laughs> so, um, but. Um, yeah, I have about 80 shirts. I have one, two, three, four, five jackets. Um, you know, I have two Burt suits. I have a beautiful gold jacket with embossed Mickey's and Donald's and Goofy. Mm -hmm. um, that is like, I, you know, I asked my niece, can I wear it to your wedding? And she was like, no. <laughs> oh, I should have wore it anyway. My other niece said, you can wear anything you darn well want as long as you show up. So <laughs> That works, huh? Yeah. So, um, um, yeah, but yeah, I have, I, I have, I really do have a lot and it's become like my, my little thing that I, I, I don't think I overindulge. Overindulging would mean that I didn't have money to buy other things, you know, and pay for my needs and stuff. So but it does get a it, it's it's a little bit like okay now I have to be more selective what I buy yeah but there's a lot of times I buy like I have two of these um, Andy's room shirts because mm -hmm. I love them so much um, so some things that I really really like um, I have two of I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to wear it all I mean there's some that I haven't even worn yeah which is like oh, what's the point of that you know <laughs> so. Like then I, now I'm going in, I'm going, okay, I haven't worn this to the park. I'm going to, like, I have a really nice one. That's um, the stretching room haunted okay, mansion yeah. portraits. I have two different versions of that. You know, one is with the regular portraits and one with, is with the villains. Yeah. Um, so I have two different versions of that. So then I'll coordinate it with like a hat that matches like, oh, right here. The, um, oh yeah. The, the haunted mansion. Yeah, the wallpaper. Uh, yeah. And I, <laughs> This is the height of my sickness, <laughs> but I have, oh, I also have some vests too, but um, I, the, they really have better materials for women's stuff than they do for men. But like this was a woman's, um, yeah, that's it, um, dress. Okay, yeah. So... I bought a, love those triple X sizes. I bought a triple X woman's 
dress um, in that pattern and had my seamstress cut it up. Yep. And she made a hat and a vest out of it. Okay. So, um, but, and then sometimes you'll find online, like on eBay and stuff, you'll find fabric. Like, for example, I don't know if you, you can't really see. Let me see if I can show you. Okay, this is my room. So this fabric here on these curtains yeah. is from Pop Century Movies. Okay. Um, I think they had it as their, their curtains. So someone was selling it online for get this $5 a yard. Yeah. I'm like, how much do you have? Yeah. I think I took like, so, so I've made curtains, I've made jackets, I've made pillows. I've got, I've got a tablecloth with it, um, you know, so, and it's, it ended up being less expensive than if I bought a new, new uh, curtain. So why not? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, it's part of my sickness. But <laughs> well, it's, it's, no, it's fun to see. It's, it's fun to see someone enjoying themselves and enjoying and using using the way that they dress to enjoy themselves and and allowing their fandom to to kind of drive or help what they do professionally and professionally to to help their fandom i mean yeah. it's you know it, it's and like i said earlier i think it helps people when they see someone dressed um it kind of helps them open up a little bit and helps them um, maybe maybe do some things that they they or, or dress the way that they want to dress in the parks or feel that it's okay the next time that they come through the parks. Would you um, another thing before we we transition to our last segment? Okay. Um, do you think because you brought up earlier not being a, people not being allowed to wear costumes? people going into cosplay um would you consider what you do in the parks and what you wear would you consider that cosplay or do you think cosplay is more kind of character driven i and think well i think the cosplay is more um when i when i go and search cosplay it's the full costume really okay yeah but mine is just my stuff is just suggesting um like andy's room yeah um because there's no character that wears what i wear yeah um i think one of my first ones was oh here it is one of my first ones was beauty and the beast mm -hmm. so here's okay. my hat for beauty yep. and the beast but um oh yeah but um yeah so but i think it's just suggesting you know the yeah. characters and stuff like that and it's you know I mean, I used to, you know, I, I remember the first, way back when, I remember when there was a, a silk um, Toy Story shirt on sale for $75. And now that's a joke on how much I, that's like so little compared to what I spend on them now. Um, but I was like, I bought that shirt and people were like, oh my God, I love that shirt. Where did you get it? And I'm like, oh my God, it's a store. Yeah, you know, but now it's even more because they they've never seen this pattern or something on a shirt before, and they certainly haven't seen a matching hat. Yeah. Um, well, one day I went to the park without the matching hat and got no attention at all. <laughs> so it's like I have to have the matching. The hat. the hat, yeah, the matching hat yeah. does it. And it's a shame because now with the park so decreased in size, I hardly get any attention. <laughs> Because you need the, you need the hundred percent filled so that you get lots of attention. But yeah. anyway, so, um, but it's fun. I mean, to, you know, because they do have the, you know, the the photo pass. Yeah. Which I always get a photo, and I always post it, and sometimes I do post post it to my business page as well. Um, you know, so but yeah, and it, the the reaction is always so positive and so cute i mean like for christmas this year i've got this was another dress thing that they were selling at the outlets for 40 dollars each 
after Christmas. So I went and got, I have a shirt. Oh yeah, that's cool. And, and then I still have more fabric left over, but um, yeah, so. So, well, and like I said, it's, it's just, it's fun to, to see how much fun you have with it, to see your fandom. That's why I wanted you to, to talk to us, to oh, talk great. to the class and listeners. And so I, I thank you for that. Um, okay. I thank you for, for taking the time to talk with us. There, there is one last thing that I like to do, um, especially since ever we started meeting kind of these one-on-one -on -one visits during the pandemic. Um, I like to do a, just a, a few rapid fire questions that okay. <laughs> um, they're off the top of your head. If you, you can explain if you want, you don't have to explain anything if you want. Okay. Um, because you, you've kind of talked about some of them so far anyway, but um, you, you obviously have a, an affinity to Walt Disney World and the area around Walt Disney World. Um, as far as the, the, the kind of overall experience or resort, um, do you think, do you prefer Walt Disney World or Disneyland? Disney World. Okay. Disney World. Disneyland's fantastic. I mean, I, I've been there, been there several times when I lived nearby. Um, it doesn't have the same feel driving up as Disney World does. Yeah. Because, and just for the same reason that Walt wanted all this land, yep. it works. Um, it's funny that you could still see the castle from the streets. Yeah. Um, there's certain homes that I could sell that you could see the castle from your house, which is insane to me. But, um, you know, and I could see fireworks when they go from the mm -hmm. back of my house. But definitely, I think Disney, Disney World just has more to offer. There's more rides, there's more attractions, there's more, there's more things to do. Um, but Disneyland has the heritage of being the first. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, the park so it is, and it is very, very strange when you've been to one park so many times and then you go to the other one and you're in like, you go from Disneyland being there, you know, how many times I must've been there, at least 30 or 40 times I went to Disneyland and then to go to Disney World and like, this looks different. Yeah. <laughs> it's just subtly different. And you're like, oh, wait a minute, they don't have this where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when, it's like when you're, you go to another branch of your, um, of your grocery store and yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. hell is, where am I? <laughs> You the bread was supposed to be here. The lands and everything. The uh, so of this could include Walt Disney World, Disneyland. If you've ever been to any of the international parks, no. what is your favorite park? Your favorite gate? I really because I because I don't feel it gets the love that I think it should. I really like Hollywood Studios. Okay. And I, you know, um, and of course I love the, the characters there. I like to, I have, uh, I've taken pictures of them and made them into little posters in my gallery. I had Bo Wrangler, the cowboy actor, sign one of them. Um, I, I just love, I, and also 25 years ago was my first visit there. Mm -hmm. And so it, it had a little bit of magic to it because I didn't even, I honestly was not, following what was there yeah and i love the, the little shows they do i just i mean i've seen the, the voyage of the little mermaid probably a probably a hundred times yeah and i got a cute story when my niece was with me and she was a, a year and a half old um she was a year and a half old and she, she was sitting on my brother-in-law's lap standing on my brother-in-law's lap and watching it and I was sitting next to her and for the entire show, she went like this. <laughs> I mean, she must've done, she just, and then she'd stop and go. <laughs> yeah. It was 
so incredibly cute. And I, I every so every time I go there when the when it was on, and um, I would send her a text message. I'm I'm enjoying a show and nobody's hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. What but is... yes, I would say Holly. Holly, because now obviously I love Magic Kingdom. Obviously yeah. I love uh, Epcot, but they all have they they all are uh, you know like a niche market, you know. And and I think Hollywood Studios is really um, changing a lot with you know with the things that are coming in, mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily improving, but you know. Um, you know, I, I love the new uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway, yeah. um, and because uh, and uh, I, but I haven't been able to get onto Star Wars yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, what is your any of the parks' um, favorite ride? Um, I love the Jungle Cruise. Okay. And I also in my house I actually have a Jungle Cruise room. Okay. All so right. when I moved to the new house, I started putting all my stuff together, you know, okay, what am I going to start decorating this room and this room? And I said, gosh, if I just change the color of the paint and stuff, I could make it a jungle cruise room. And I said, yeah. okay. So, um, but I have, I actually go to um, one of my friends who's a cast member uh, took me into property control. Um, where they sell off furniture that used to be. Mm -hmm. So I have authentic furniture from the parks, oh, Animal cool. Kingdom, uh, Treetop Village, um, you know, um, you know, so in that room and it's all yeah. authentic. Um, so, and then, the, then when I was doing, I doing this room, I just said, you know, I'm going to do, you know, I just said, you know, I could really do a Toy Story theme. Yeah. And, uh, and then I said, okay, because it just, it's just, you know, this would make it, this would be so good in a short-term rental. So anyway, so, um, but yeah, so anyway, favorite ride, it was your question. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. Jungle Cruise. Uh, least favorite ride is the, is the, um, I, I don't like to go on the stuff that's just fast. Yeah. Yeah. Space Mountain. Oh, big deal. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't, you know, unless I need my back realigned. <laughs> Do you have a favorite um, attraction that's a show? Uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid is okay. definitely, okay. that one, that one is, I just think that is so well done um, when it's running. And I, I used to be, when I go to the parks, Hollywood Studios, that would be the first thing that I would go to. Okay. You know? I mean, I think they need to update the technology, um, but it's still, it's a, it's a great, great ride. Yeah. The, um, so next, um, anywhere on property, I guess at Disneyland, Walt Disney World, that includes downtown Disney, Disney Springs as well. Um, do you have a favorite restaurant? Um, in Magic Kingdom, it would be Columbia House. Okay. Um, which isn't open now and Hollywood studios it's probably um, yeah it would be the 50s cafe okay and yep. when um, one thing one thing I do when I go to the parks is is I do a lot of fast service as well so I've, I've been to Columbia House and, and really really like that the the fish and chips at Epcot and everything that, yeah that's my other uh, one if you if I <laughs> yeah the um and via but, Napoli I'm going I, there next week. I, I've never, I haven't been there. Uh, oh, the pizza is incredible. Yeah. But one thing that I do is um, I, I'm a big treats person. So anywhere on property, um, do you have a favorite treat? Not now, because I just lost 20 pounds, but I used to get, um, I, I used to, the, the premium bars are my favorite. Okay. Yeah. Um, I find that I don't gain weight the next day if I have the popcorn, which is strange. So yeah. I do indulge myself in the popcorn sometimes, but I haven't had a premium bar in a couple of months, yeah. um, which is really good willpower for me. But the $7 <laughs> price job, job. Do, it, it certainly doesn't, you know, 
certainly helped my diet. I mean, yeah. the pretzels are seven dollars now. Yeah. I mean, I used to get a premium bar for two fifty, and it's like it doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Yeah. And a lot of the reason they raise the prices so much is because when you're in the meal plan, it's like, oh wow, I'm getting a seven dollar pretzel for free. No, you're not. The thing should be charged. They should charge a three fifty for it because a normal pretzel is one fifty. You know, but it's all matter of marketing. So that's what sometimes that's why I go don't touch those things. I'm like, no, they're overpriced and they're overpriced for a reason. Yeah. So anyway, but for the people, if you go, if it's your one time there, have a pretzel. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What, um, last rapid fire question, the, uh, this could be in the parks, any of the old movies, animated, any of the acquisitions, anything. Do you have a favorite character, a favorite Disney character? I, I obviously I love Toy Story, but my favorite one growing up is by far Mary Poppins. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely Mary Poppins. And I met Dick Van Dyke like five years ago. Oh, that's really um, cool. Yeah. So um yeah, and and uh so yeah, so that, that, that's it, Mary Poppins. I wish I, I heard they were gonna have the Mary Poppins ride attraction or whatever, and they've halted that because of COVID, but um, you know, it'll, it'll all come back. Yeah. The rat tat, Ratatouille looks amazing. Yeah, it does. The, it, the preview really they does. released looks really, really fun. And the Guardians of the Galaxy is in, in, they need, one of the things they need to do is it, they need game changers. Mm-hmm. They need stuff that that this is a different way of looking at stuff that you can't get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And I think certain things that that's and and I think that's what the Mickey's Runaway uh, Railroad. Um, that's a that's a game changer. Okay. Because when you go in there, you, what you expect is not what happens. Yeah. 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 That's what I've heard. I've heard it's just an oh, amazing, yeah. amazing attraction. Um, yeah. Well, so if if anyone wants to follow you um, on social media so they can see your your interactions in the parks, uh, how can they do that? Well, I really should make a, a fan page. Um, but um, if you go to Disney at your doorstep.com, you'll see all my all my links. That's probably okay. the best way. Disney at your doorstep.com. And okay. you'll see a list of my links there. Okay. Thank you very much. And, and again, um, Victor, thank you for taking the time to talk with no us. Problem. Um, this was a lot of fun. Um, it's great to see somebody enjoying what they do um, and letting that kind of help out um, in other facets of their life as well. Well, I'll so, tell you, can I just say one thing is that um, I don't think I would enjoy real estate anywhere else. Um, my family has asked, you know, my nieces said, why don't you sell in up here? And I go, no, it won't be. I can't imagine it being fun. Yeah. I took some people out yesterday. We talked about Disney half the time. Yeah. You know, I'm making their dreams come true. You know, when people email me from, and I say, how's everything, you know, because I keep up with my customers, I'll think of them and I'll say, hey, how's everything going at the house? Everything working okay? You having any problems? And they go, no, thank you for making my dreams come true. Yeah. Well, and that- You don't I- say that in Milburn, New Jersey. <laughs> Thanks for making my dreams come true. No, they say, hey, my water heater doesn't work. Am I, am I covered? <laughs> you know. Well, and how does it- to, to close out, how does it feel to know that you're able to provide that service for people? Well, I know based on my own experience with Realtors, how, how absolutely horrible uh, they can be by not listening to what their needs are and being able to see their needs and say, yes, I can show you that. And I can also show you this mm-hmm. if you have 15 minutes. Okay. I showed you this. You liked it. You didn't like it. But a lot of times I sell people stuff that they had no idea existed. So, um, 
And like I went to one of my customers the other day and I dropped off a congratulations, a, a celebration button. You know how you give the free buttons mm -hmm. at the parks? So now when I close a house, I give them free buttons that say celebrating our new Florida home. Yeah. So one of them saw it online and said, oh, I would really like that. So I dropped off a couple the other day. But it's really, it's, a, it's you know, that was a place that we went to that they did not know existed. Mm -hmm. And um, I took them there and I, you know, and I said, listen, let's just look at it, you know, drive by. And then I take them aside halfway through and I go, okay, you know, do you like what the salesman they're all, we love it. And I'm like, great. Because I was listening to them. I knew what their needs were. And I went a little bit, uh, just one step further, and we didn't get them an over 55 community, which actually wouldn't have been perfect for them. I got them a community that had very low HOA fees and a beautiful view. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a great feeling because when they tell you, you know, because I never had a realtor that found something better than I was thinking. Yeah. Um, I, I had realtors that found me what I was thinking. Yeah. And, and what I was thinking before I got my real estate license wasn't correct. Yeah. So, you know, I wanted short-term rental. They, they showed me stuff that, that wasn't good for short-term rental because they didn't know the marketplace. So it, it's great when you, that's why you have to, when you're in real estate, you have to know your niche. Yeah. Because there's, you know, and anyway, so that's, that's, I find it very, it's, it's, it's fun. And I actually never thought it was going to be fun. I yeah. never thought real estate was going to be fun. I thought it was like, oh God, real estate, you know, you know, I don't want to do that, you know, but it's actually, I, you make it, you, you, if you have the opportunity, you can make it what you want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Victor, for doing this. Um, and uh, keep keep having fun. <laughs> keep keep letting everybody see how much you have fun. And um, thank you for joining us. Great, thank you. Bye. Bye. Well, that's going to do it for another episode of the Being a Fan of Disney podcast. I'm your host, Cody Haver. I want to take this opportunity to thank everyone for joining us and listening and to say that I hope you found the information, whether content covered in class or interviews with guests, fun, informational, entertaining, and even inspiring. If you want to follow along with the class, you can do so by following me on Twitter at chaverphd. That's C-H-A-V-A-R-D-P-H-D. Or by joining the public group on Facebook, Being a Fan of Disney. If you want to engage with any of the guests we've had in class, their contact information is included in each of the show notes. So again, thank you for joining us. It was a great time having you. If you like what you hear, please share this out so other people can engage with the information, possibly learn more about their Disney fandom and their love for all things Disney related. With that, thank you again and have a great day.